I'm your host, Sully, and we're doing some more rap music history. With me, I brought in social media blogger, lawyer, and model, Anna. <laughs> and there goes Anna. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Model, model is too kind, Cam. You can't yeah. be just telling people that. <laughs> I, I am a photography enthusiast. <laughs> okay. it's <laughs> a better name. Okay. Uh, rejected. Respect that. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not rejected. That's not rejected. That's close. I just don't want anybody to be like, Drake said you have to be, you only a model if you've been on Vogue, and i never been on Vogue, so I don't want the real <laughs> models to be like, yeah, she's well, not a model. Drake isn't exactly the number one rapper now, so what does he know? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Shots fired. I don't mind Drake. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shots fired. Who's the number one rapper? Well, right now? Well, yeah. Shit. See, I gotta put you on the spot cam because you I came know. out guns it's fine. blazing. It's fine. I was asking for it. I give, I taste my own medicine all the time. So, I guess you could say right now, right here in the world, I guess you could say Megan. <laughs> you stout. Okay, <laughs> Megan's good. Uh, you think Megan is number one? Well, if we're talking number one, are we talking number one of all time? That's what we you said. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. You, were... you said Drake isn't number one, so I don't know what number. I, one I just meant right about. now, like who's trending okay. <laughs> right now. All right, all right, oh, all, right all right. Uh, I do, I do dig Rihanna now of all time. I love like, Rihanna. Who am I going to listen to every day? I'm, I'm going to go with Body Count. Really? I'm a big. I, I love it when you mix metal with rap. <laughs> really? Yes. Now what? I have heard limited songs in that kind of like crossover genre. So who's like the best? Like if I wanted to, you know, Body how Apple is, does like Body Counts Ice T's band. I see the rapper. Yes, Body Counts is. Rap oh, metal I did not band. know he had a band. Yeah. he had a metal band. He still does. <laughs> I see is still doing music. Yes. I'm not That's why you only see. I'm not him saying on. you wrong. I just you you saw me just I, I, now. I feel bad because no, it's fine. That's why you see. Him I feel like I don't SVU even season. know this history. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Body count. Yeah. Dirty bomb. Yeah. 90s. No one no. is safe. <laughs> I had no idea. Wow. Now I feel bad. No, I don't feel like fine. I'm the music guru I thought. It I doesn't was. help that like many people, he was banned from the radio because everyone misinterpreted what cop killer meant. It was like that's. Is it ambiguous? <laughs> People like to assume they know everything the song is saying, and it's like, just listen to it. But Ice doesn't care. He knows people are dumb. <laughs> listen, I, I I feel like to be any kind of artist, you have to have a level of like, everyone's not going to rock with your opinion. And that's anybody doing anything. Like, most people might not rock with your whatever. So if you <laughs> feel it, you got to say it, because whatever. Now... The reaction you get, you know, depends on what you say. We can't <laughs> control how one. people respond to what you say, but, um, you know, if you feel like you got to be true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm looking at this, okay, track listing. There goes the neighborhood. Voodoo, yep. Balls of the Devil. Oh, yeah. That's aggressive. Yeah, he is Wiles aggressive. It is very aggressive. <laughs> Mama's got to die tonight, cop killer. It's a lot of death. Yep. Crackless. The dude is gritty, but I think much like DMX, he just you just feel so empowered and kind of validated in a way, just listening to the material and just knowing, hey, you know, he's very philosophical. He doesn't play around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, I, he's such a talented guy. I mean, he did a long order SVU for, for yep. years. Remember when he was on New York Undercover before that? I don't remember that actually. How long was he on New York Undercover? It was like a recurring villain for about three to five episodes, and it was just interesting how intimidating he was there. But that started the whole Dick Wolf uh, oh, allegiance. <laughs> so, I did not know that. Yeah, come on, history facts. No, I did it's not all know good. that. It's hard to keep up with half this stuff. <laughs> I mean, but no, it's imp it's really impressive. Um, because it's like I only have so much brain capacity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm I'm kind of uncertain of my pop culture knowledge. My brain capacity is just not where it could be. It's all good. That's the, where, how did you get into uh, music of any kind? Really? Like, were you more into pop? Were you into R and B? So I'm mostly into R and B, hip hop, rap, that kind of genre. So <laughs> I'm from Detroit, um, nice. and growing up in Detroit, Detroit is 
a predominantly black city so of course there's a lot of black arts so like jazz nice. and um just uh, other different kind of like soul mu- soul music at that time I was growing up like neo soul was kind of spreading Sweet. um and it was just it's just a really good time so anyway um I missed it last watched- fall I just did an Ann Arbor uh, oh really last, uh, last boo. I went to MSU so <laughs> go green go, go green um I'm like yeah so I'm un- I'm sorry but Ann Arbor is a beautiful city um yeah and all sisters Ann-, Ann Arbor is a beautiful city but Anyway, I, when I was a kid and I was growing up, I felt that all the, I guess who I felt was the cool kids at school knew like the popular music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like I used to, when I would do my homework, I used to listen to music on the radios all the time. But there was I, what I mentioned about just the city and the culture is on the radio. A lot of times the radios would throw events and parties and they would have like, um, games and stuff where you list a certain right. like they'll play the songs but and if you can call in and name all the songs or guess like number eight or whatever they would give you prizes people will win trips or nice. or concerts and like so I started keeping lists of stuff so I could call into the radio so like now I'm like familiarizing myself with the music having to recall the names like um and I don't know <laughs> just kind of be ahead of it and then also a big time in black culture when I was growing up was um, music videos. So like 106 and Park on BET um, was a very popular (laughs) platform. There was um, Big Ticket, like Rap City in the Basement, which came on after 106 and Park. Um, But then also in the mornings, MTV used to have um, like Spring Bling and they used to have the um, (laughs) PRL, like basically all these like music countdown shows where you're like seeing the top 10 videos or the top 10 soul or the top 10 whatever and I felt like that for me was an introduction into music Um, but it's different now because at that time you didn't have streaming so like radio was relevant at that time and music videos were a little bit more relevant like now music videos come out but like more or less so you can see a 30 second short of whatever the whole concept is, but like even back at that time, um, you know, really before streaming, because all we had like streaming was AOL Music Plus, which right. was like, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we had LimeWire where we were like, and Napster where we were like straight up stealing. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even <laughs> wasn't even streaming. It was like legit stealing of MP3s. Oh um, yeah, but anyway, Napster. that's the long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the long. I was a media fire version guy of you were a, a LimeWire guy. Oh, uh, media fire, media fire. See, I was a LimeWire girl and I used to use BearShare as well. And I never used Napster, but I, I used to make mix CDs and take them to school and stuff. Like I used to mix all type of music. I forgot about that too. I guess that's part of it. I used to do posters like in my room at home. I had a full Wait. like word up magazine, J14 Teen Vogue, <laughs> all the teenage girl magazines that had the posters in them. I had them. Yeah, lockers, posters. <laughs> and my first ever celebrity crush is 50 Cent. Who oh, there happens you go. Our to my nice. favorite rappers. Um, have, by the way, have you ever, speaking of R&B, have you ever been mistaken for Chardet? No, well, actually, I don't want to say mistaken because I don't think nobody actually thinks I'm Sade. Like, I don't think anyone thinks that, but I get a lot of times that people will say that I favor her, especially when my hair is pulled back in a ponytail like this. <laughs> so now we know. So, uh, that but I do get that. I also get it, it's it's the it's the light skinned black woman with the ponytail, like a little snow allegra. <laughs> I get that occasionally sometimes too. Nice. Um, it just kind of depends on how I wear my hair. But to answer your question, yes. <laughs> so I hope she don't see this and be offended. Like, girl, you do not look like me. Oh, sure Stop telling amazing. people that. <laughs> I know. She's so pretty. Well, and her music just makes you feel just calm. Where you're just Good. like. I know, right? Life is an everlasting appeal. You don't have to worry. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm like a lawyer, so which is literally the opposite of making people calm. I'm like chaotic. <laughs> like, I'm like everywhere, like evil twin. Like, <laughs> so I saved you $100,000. You only have to pay like 50. So, like, it's a good day, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and so, oh, yeah. man. 
So yeah, love music, love music. Love music all together. Uh, and uh, I do kind of miss the days where kind of Fuse was kind of a thing and just all these other networks. I mean, G4 TV kind of had it figured out with video games, but now people are just kind of smack talking on Steam and Twitch. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah like the interaction it's just not is the, lost. <laughs> it's not the same. It's really just not the same anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's i knew that lots of when process. the countdowns <laughs> went away yeah <laughs> oh man so where do we begin with the history of curtis jackson himself okay all right curtis jackson <laughs> born from in southwest jamaica queens New queens. York City. <laughs> queens with the kings and the queens <laughs> For a minute, I don't know why I thought you were going to pull a Nicki Minaj and go Bees in the Trap. I, w- I actually was, but it's not Bees in the Trap. It's the plain, <laughs> it's the plain, plain Jane remix with ASAP Berg. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was Nicki Minaj, so that was close. You were on there. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think uh, we're going to be able to describe rap music from this point on? Because there's still, kind of like with rock and metal, there's so many who just... They don't want to tell it apart. It all sounds the same to them. They choose to have it not make sense. How do we make this make sense to today's ever-changing generation? That doesn't How do we make what makes sense? Oh, just rap music in general. Like, to say, no, this is this artist who inspired this. <laughs> mm. Like, I have to explain to my mother all the time, like, Eminem and Vanilla Ice, not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. <laughs> um, I guess how we explain it, I guess it depends on where rap music goes from here um i think up until streaming kind of it's been kind of easy to explain because we have billboards we have physical cds concerts all this in streaming and like the ability to be like a soundcloud or or like more ability for artists to be independent and have their own distribution and have their own management and things like that Mm -hmm. i think it depends on where we go um musically right like if that means that we're only going to do streaming from now forward how popular something is might change or what that looks or feels like right um i think explaining the music i think the music will last like as you know we're celebrating um the 50 years of hip hop and i feel that even in these short 50 years there has been a lot of timeless classics that still get played. You know what I mean? Like you have mm-hmm. to think the nineties was 30 years ago. And that was really only 20 years into hip hop. And to think the artists of the nineties who the hip hop artists of the nineties at that time, East coast, West coast, South coming along. Um, I, then, then that Tupac music has lasted. Off. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. West Coast, <laughs> East Coast, but even even before Tupac, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like here. even like you said, like Ice T, like Ice Cute, like, and that's like early earlier hip hop, right? And then it just <laughs> yeah. kind of goes on into, and then you have somebody like, and then even for women, woman rap, like women rap has really exploded in the last like ten years. I would mm-hmm. say, um, or maybe even before 10, maybe the last 15, I would say Nicki Minaj was a great bridge from Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown. <laughs> there you go. Great yeah. bridges from like Queen Latifah. So like <laughs> they're, they're, the music I think will last. I think it just depends on where we go from here, whether that looks like more women having visibility in rap and hip hop, whether that looks like the way the sounds even change. Um, like, mm-hmm. I think the sounds were a lot different and the way the vocals were layered and things were different back in the 90s, early 2000s. Like, a lot of it was, like, about dancing and being able to have choreography to the music videos. But now we have that in a different way, which is, like, TikTok dances, right? So, like, we have, like, yes, TikTok artists. <laughs> exactly. Like, you got, like, TikTok artists and 
it just looks different. Like, so somebody like a Coyle Ray can be really, really popular because they have a sound bite that inspires people to listen to the whole record and listen to the whole song. Now we have internet only releases too. So yeah. Like you, Beyonce did a digital drop when I was in college, you know what yeah, I mean? And same. that was like 2010s, crazy. I think it was 2014 that came out. It was 2013. Yeah. 2014, 2014. Right. So Perfect. like, <laughs> 2013 2014 yeah so like that whole concept of just not even having surprise releases where everyone can just go listen because it's a digital download um right <laughs> so it's just different you know what i mean i think the the music will last the good music will permeate to the top now that we're overcrowded with music now like i i think i heard um maybe like last year sometime that someone said like with um soundcloud and like all these other platforms for individuals to upload all their music to uh online it would take you it would be enough to fill up a home depot warehouse and you would not be able to get through the whole thing before a new home depot warehouse would have to be built the like within six months of that's how much music is available like every day right uh, I'm listening to a few other fun music podcasts and they're joking now how Billboard is sold out. If you want to even access all their charts, you have to have like an $11 a month subscription. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Wow. Why deny people history? <laughs> I don't know. And I don't even like the rankings all the time because yeah. sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> what is the criteria for this? I'm like, how are y'all? I to is satellite and college radio. So, but I'd like to at least be able to reflect on it and illustrate to people hey if you don't like these top five top 10 artists support your local talents they might be big stars someday <laughs> yeah seriously seriously you never know sometimes people like but that's the beauty of streaming though right it's because like i don't need a million dollars in a record deal to be discovered at a talent <laughs> show just to get visibility as an artist so like Not i can kind of set up shop with my iphone and get on tiktok and do something right you can be a star overnight even and mm -hmm. there'll probably be five other apps that take its place but for now this is exactly yeah like all these tiktok kids that are making money and getting on jimmy kimmel i never yeah. been on jimmy kimmel right you know what i mean <laughs> are you sure you want to be <laughs> i don't know if i want to be on jimmy because the I'm first time the audience boo me it's gonna be a problem <laughs> I'm like audience, y'all can cut up if y'all. I was gonna to. wipe the floor with you guys. So. I don't know about all that. I'm just gonna cry on national television. Do y'all really want that? No. Exactly. <laughs> Thank y'all. No should never cry. <laughs> Especially not on Jimmy Kimmel. Like, why would y'all boo me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. People suck. People do suck. Okay, I'm off topic. Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson. So I I knew we had a brush with death, but. I, I didn't know what year it what? was. You didn't know he got shot nine times? That I knew, was like part I of knew his he story sang line. about it and rapped about it, but I, I didn't know the exact timeline and everything. So that was May 24th in 2000. Just before really? Columbia Records was supposed to release Power of the Dollar, an assassin attempted to take his life on the 161st Street in Jamaica, Queens. And that was near where... Now, here's what I mainly learned was this was where Jam Master J from Run DMC would be fatally shot two and a half years later, and he would be 50 Cent was investigated by the feds because they, they thought he might have, he was connected to it. Yeah, that was ruled to be BS, but that just shows you how what profiling was being done back then, I guess. Um, yeah. So I knew about members Lloyd Banks. I didn't know about the other member, Tony Yayo. Uh, Yayo. <laughs> Yayo. I'm the worst at pronouncing Yayo. I'm sorry, Mr. Yayo. It's not Yo-Yo. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I knew about, you know, how Dr. Dre was pretty much pimping him out and having him do duets with Eminem and what have you. And Not duets. Was he pimping him out, though? Like, I, I don't feel like I heard the story that way. I, I, <laughs> I kid around, but I. Oh, okay. I'm I, like, hold on. I, listen, I he was his go-to like, guy. Huh? He was his go-to guy though for a while. Yeah, but like you know, that's that could be like a big, like a big homie type of deal. Like, now, <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna be the good best example, but like you know, like Birdman and Lil Wayne. But that situation, Birdman might have actually been taking money from Lil Wayne. Mm. But if he wasn't, though, that's the situation I'll be describing. Like a little big homie situation. Mm. 
-hmm. or like I'm about to help you like uh um <laughs> um what's that man name um Yo Gotti and Glorilla like that's the big homie uh, artist. I saw that Yo Gotti was one of fifties collaborators. Jeez. Yeah, man. I mean they all make music together. Everybody. Even if you hate each other or diss each other, you got to be on a label together eventually. I mean, it's only so many distribution labels, I feel like, or even regular labels. Well, it's getting, it's getting lower. Like major. <laughs> yeah, they're all buying each other out. <laughs> yeah, they should be allowed to, I feel like. I feel like that that's antitrust violations, but whatever. Yeah, pretty soon Disney will own all the record companies. That's a bitch about Disney some other time. <laughs> yep. Uh, so. Do you feel like he made great use of his various radio hits? And... Absolutely. I I honestly, one of the reasons I love 50 Cent as a little girl was because he fine. Let me just leave. <laughs> let me just leave with that. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. I mean, he's older now, um, but he is a handsome man, I think. Um, yeah. <clears throat> everybody that knows me knows this about me. Like, I love 50 Cent. Sorry to Cuban Lake. I, like I love her too. That's his girlfriend. She's cute too. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway one really loved the music um growing up like get rich or die trying was the i think my introduction to 50 cent at the time i might have been in middle school maybe fifth sixth seventh grade something like that and um i just felt he was entertaining mm -hmm. the wordplay was really good um i felt I don't know. Like, I, I also thought he just had a lot of swag um, at that time. Like, I thought it was really cool. Like, I thought the G-Unit was really cool. And then I felt like at that time he was rolling out, like, merch. Like, he had, like, shoes and everyone was wearing, like, G-Units. And that was, like, really a thing. Like, yeah, that was a thing for a while. Um, he also had um, the tank tops that he used to wear, like, his signature tank tops. Yes, he did. Um, yeah, so he used to do that. And Everyone else was about the shoes and the hats, and he was pretty much just a The hats, the do-rags, right. It was a whole vibe. Like, he he always had a whole look, and he was always um, in shape or appearing to be in shape, which... Yes, he was. Um, I, which is what I appreciated. So that, and I thought he was a good artist, um, but I think the thing that I liked the most about 50 Cent is how he was able to leverage the music into film and just into other business endeavors and i think you just like jay-z who is jay-z is probably my favorite rapper of all time when you ask me this right. it's so crazy because <laughs> i have different i have different favorites for different things and i but i love talking about 50 cent but breaking it down is I, I feel like people always talk about jay-z and i love jay-z for for the reasons probably everybody else loves him but i don't think always 50 cent gets enough credit um yeah for being for for how he's able to grow his wealth in addition to just how he's able to pivot from one part of the entertainment industry into another he also had vodka um that was successful i as saw he alcohol. did some boxing promotion <laughs> he 50 cent is somebody who's into everything and what i really respect about somebody like that is because i and i try to be a person like this which is unafraid to try your hand at Adapt. something just because it interests you and for no other reason like worst case it doesn't work out but at yeah. least you know that this doesn't work out but on some level I, if he tries alcohol like and the alcohol works and then i sell clothes and the clothes work and then i sell um movies and the movies work and i sell music right. and the music work like i'm obviously able to sell things um like he was able to the his series power he made into like we a few different spinoff show. It, it's a fantastic show. Yes. He made into a few different spinoffs. And he also was himself able to get into acting. Um, and also. Oh, yeah. Canon is basically his alter ego. <laughs> he developed uh, BMF as well, uh, which is a Detroit based series. I still need to see um, that star show. But it's a fantastic show. So so I, I really respect that. I feel like I said, he doesn't get as much credit as. Jay Z does because Jay Z is a billionaire. Um, yeah, Jay Z thing has more P. money. Diddy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's and, and like I said, like love Jay Z. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. Also, I know we're going to talk about Nicki. Uh, excuse me, Megan Thee Stallion. Nicki Minaj is also one of my. 
I think Nicki Minaj is my favorite woman rapper of all time. All right. I want to talk about Megan Thee Stallion because I love Megan Thee Stallion and I think she is most relevant for me as a young woman around her age at the same time. Uh, and I like how she raps and it's a breath of fresh air, but I know we'll get Some to her. Houston but, love. Yeah. <laughs> but 50 Cent and Nicki Minaj have the thing in common with which the, I love what is why I brought her up, which is uh, I feel they're both unapologetic and exploring themselves yes. and pushing themselves to their limit for good or for bad, right? Like, like I said earlier, limit and... you have to accept the consequences that come with the things that you say and how mm-hmm. you put yourself out there. But um, yeah, I don't think I any think... of us are on fifties politics, but we yeah, understand where I think he's coming from. I like from. the fearlessness um, always and the, and the, the audacity to just try you know, to try something new. I love that. What's the worst that can happen? Exactly. I love that. I love that. So I love that about him. Um, It's kind of wild how like him and Marky Mark are pretty much now giving up their music for acting. I mean, on some level, unfortunately, and I don't know how this is in other genres, but I will (laughs) say in rap and hip hop, especially for rap, you only going to be hot. Like the older you get, the more, the, the, the largest, consumer base of hip-hop rap is like young white teenagers right like in the yeah like the more (laughs) out of touch with these kids you are like and and also not just young white teenagers i mean hip-hop obviously is um from black people for black people uh Mm -hmm. rap you know all these but i'm just saying like in addition when you start not being hot in the community and then you stop not being hot or you stop being hot to the kids who are actually gonna you know probably come to the concerts and be front <laughs> row and like all this other stuff you might want to hang it up so like 50 yeah, cent knows right. that he's on his tour right now his final tour i think he's calling it like final lap or something but like yeah you you can't do this forever so it might behoove you to try your hand at other ventures because you gotta retire you know what i mean like an nba player has to retire only person yeah. who hasn't really had to retire or i don't want to say only but like few people Snoop Dogg, but again, what did he do? Diversify. Jay-Z, another person who <laughs> diversified. Drake is one of the only people that... Now, Drake has been rapping a long time. Nicki Minaj as well. Right. They've been rapping since... But with 50, all the remixes of In the Club, How We Do, and uh yeah. candy shop but that's about got, it don't disrespect me to say he got more than that he got more than that. i know he does but like that's all i hear now and i'm like uh, what? He, he, he not only he had so many different albums so i don't he, know why they're only i mean i don't know <laughs> i'll hear it in new york he get played okay i'm gonna say he no he definitely does uh, i might need to go to malls more often i'm sure they play more of his more recent stuff <laughs> I, well, I don't know that he has really recent. Re- well, he did a lot of stuff with Pop Smoke. You know what I mean? Like so, and there Pop was Smoke one music was video promoting Tower that came artist. out that I thought was good. But yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's just like he's not. <laughs> it, it's 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 like this is a person who he had his time. He was doing MTV Spring Bling in early <laughs> 2000. Like, like you know what I mean? Like that was his time. Some people <laughs> do a better job at. Um, elongating that process like Nicki Minaj Drake and Lil Wayne the whole young money has done an excellent job at being relevant for like decades (laughs) literally Uh, they have done a fantastic job at that gotta keep hustling (laughs) you got to you definitely have to um and but but that's amazing for them to have been able to do that in the first place so (laughs) um it's not many rappers who can do that 50 cent I think it's smart to get to go the direction that he's going. But like I said, he's such a businessman at this point that he he doesn't even have to, to rap anymore. And I guess that's the goal. Right. How do you feel with all the movies he's done? How he just kept working nonstop with millennium films. Uh, Love it. it, He did the war movie, home of the brave, obviously get Richard die trying. He pulled an Eminem, did a biopic right out the gate. Listen, I love that. If it were me, (laughs) if it were me, I would write my own story as well, and I'll play myself just so y'all don't try to cast nobody ugly when I die. (laughs) Because I'd be mad if y'all cast somebody I think is unattractive if I die. I'd be like, first of all, that does not even look like me. (laughs) That's not me. You saw Aretha Franklin says she wanted Halle Berry to play her. Y'all have Halle Berry play me too. (laughs) 
that 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 checks out. Just Paul Bear is a national icon, but uh, uh, yeah. How do you no, feel? Not her. <laughs> not, her <laughs> not today. All right. Well, uh, how do you feel? Uh, does he cut the mustard as a B action star? Fifty <laughs> cent. Yeah. I don't know how yes, many of his movies you've seen. Yes, <laughs> I I've seen a few of his movies. I think he's a good actor. I think I recommend Freelancers, Fire with Fire. Cotton what was that movie fire. where he was a cancer patient, where he had to lose all that weight? Ah, uh, was that the football movie? I think he did. Uh, I can't remember. I mean, like fifty um, cent cancer patient movie. All things fall apart. Yeah, the football player. Okay. Yeah. That, that was all right. When I saw him do that, I was like, okay, he's really committed to it. But I, I always don't see necessarily actor in him. I see actor in him when he's like portraying like Kanan. But I yes. in some ways feel like th- you're able to do this because this is who you are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not that you're adapting to mm-hmm. a new role. I feel that you're playing something you already know how to do. Yeah, he's been wasted in a few movies. I think in that one, uh, apparently he kept rewriting and misbehaving on set that day to where director Mario Van Peebles filed uh, an incident report with the Writers Guild because he's like, dude, you're not following the script. <laughs> so I, I think he's come a long way in terms of he's past the misbehaving now. Now, uh, past 2010, 2011, I think at that point he was like, okay, now I'm going to just go into the heart of everything just do some brutal dramas now (laughs) i don't know i don't know what happened but i will say whatever (laughs) he did i'm glad he switched over power is an excellent show absolutely i thought power was in the spinoffs i thought the spinoffs i love the whole franchise as well i promise you we'll do another follow-up special on the whole franchise it's hard to find people who actually want to sit down and talk about it i'm like dudes there we got to tell the world that there's more than just the Ray Donovan and Breaking Bads of the world that are addicting TV right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, power is fire. Power is really fire. BMF is good as well. And he's got a pretty good track record. He's only had one movie that was, like, called Jack's Law in, like, 06 with Danny Trejo. They tried redistributing it again in 2014, and it still, like, didn't come out because... I think it went to a festival, but it just never actually got released because I think the director, Jill Medina, was like a thug or something. It's a confusing process, but I think he has a good track record of whoever him or his agent are of making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to do and he shows up on set and does his thing. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was wild. I, I just remember reading about it on IMDb boards saying, don't support this movie. We didn't get paid. Dang. I'm like, damn. So, but he's done appearances in Southpaw, the boxing movie, the Bruce Willis film, The Prince, which I thought was decent, and the whole Escape Plan trilogy with Stallone. And, you know, he was actually supposed to have Terry Crews' Hell Caesar role in the first Expendables, but people weren't sold on him yet. So here he is now. I feel the- like he's typecast as like, uh, a drug dealer, thug, shady character, gangster kind of, and I, and I'm not saying he can't be beyond that. I just feel right. like I always see him in those type of roles, and <laughs> those are the more successful roles of his. Oh, totally. But I mean, in this one, he's got Megan Fox with him too. There's another one. Talk about reinventing herself like every five years. So I think he's kind of on that Funny. same role. I get that it's a totally different we're talking about an actress model but i just mean like he keeps changing doing it about face saying hey i'll do this hey i'll do a video game hey yeah yeah i, I saw here that he hosted a bt uh like stand-up session where he was like the host i'm like I, where was that i was around <laughs> i think i saw was that the roast was that a comic view like a roast i think so it was like in 2017 called 50 central Oh, that was on Comedy Central, wasn't it? I thought that was a roast. Of- uh, this was on BET, so I'm wondering what BET? the... Let, let's look up. Roast 57. I thought he did a roast on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. I see him in a few different verbal fuse with Madonna, but that's about it. 
not the verbal <laughs> not the verbal fuse with Madonna. I I'm I'd love to figure that out. Um I'm not sure. <laughs> no, that's okay. I could be wrong. I was just curious. I remember the Chappelle show appearance. Uh what's funny is growing up in high school, I, I had a great continuing education uh, supervisor who was a big gamer, uh, Mr. V. And he loved rap music and everything. And he loved even just asking us loaded questions every once in a while. What do you think about this and that? Do people get a second chance at life and everything? And he talked about how uh, he was playing a 50 cent video game. I think it was bulletproof. And he was just very Mm -hmm. unimpressed by the gameplay in it. But I I know Blood in the Sand got some big, crazy reviews because basically... The premise is him and the G units go and just basically do a one man army against the war in Iraq. <laughs> what? That's the game? That's the game. You're killing Al Qaeda terrorists. I'm not like, a sitting G unit into military combat. That's fucking awesome. Oh my gosh. Now, I did play Modern Warfare 2 and Call of Duty, and I thought I heard his voice. And it was like, apparently, that was him. He was one of the SEALs <laughs> wow. on the bridge. But I love this. That I love this crazy. crossover. Like you say, diversity. Well, Nicki Minaj has a uh, um, character. one of the upcoming ones. Yeah, with She's Snoop in a Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I love that for her. But also, y'all Looks like wild. they gave her the biggest gun, too. <laughs> I'm like, y'all wow, Y'all wow. Who at the writer's table was like, you know who we need for this game? Nicki right. Minaj. <laughs> we need Nicki Minaj to sell this one. Absolutely. But it wasn't a bad look, though. I love Nikki. Well, and all, kudos to anybody who can just cross over. You know, she's got a fashion line and everything. Listen, hopefully it's me one day. I would love to be Martha Stewart or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> you learn something from all these people. You I would love to be something. For, I would love to be Martha Stewart, ma'am. <laughs> yes. I would love to be selling, I don't know, crockpots. <laughs> Uh, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. I know not all of these movies get uh, well received, but I actually didn't mind Freelancers, that narc I movie. I didn't he see did. it. Uh, well, I, I know on that one, he said he just loved working with Robert De Niro those few different times. And I like Robert De Niro, too. He's yep, cool. He's getting up there. But I mean, I, I know Forrest Whitaker talked about him in the special features a lot. Uh they did another movie in New Orleans called Streets of Blood by that same company. And uh, I know Val Kilmer, you know, ego head of Val Kilmer said he, he, you know, that was filmed post Hurricane Katrina. And he said he and 50 got along really well. They just totally different people, but they had a similar just approach to life, just saying, help out the underdog. You know? Oh, oh, so buying some I love property that. <laughs> I love that. Yep. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see now that he's severed ties with stars, you know, on the Power franchise. Uh, you know, what is he going to produce next? Do you think I, I can see him probably doing a TNT, you know, mini? I don't know. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if he opened up his own thing or partner with like Tyler Perry, who Tyler Perry has his own um, yeah. like studios in uh, I guess Atlanta or adjacent to Atlanta or Georgia in Georgia. So I. I don't know. I'm I'm always open, looking forward to stuff from Fifty Cent, things that he produced. I always like stuff he produces better than stuff that he's actually in. No shade to Fifty Cent because I love him, but I also, yeah. if he stay out of the movie and still got his hands on the movie, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna keep evolving. I mean, I think everyone's just talking trash because it's easy. Oh yeah, but I mean, I don't know that is the trash talk is valid. Like, I feel like where is your successful hit series? Like, you know what right? I mean? That's what I would be feeling like. He's done if some I'm interesting British movies too. See, I'll- yeah, y'all not even, y'all not even. I'm, I'm thinking in three thousand. Y- where are y'all? Absolutely, and he keeps making cameos and comedies as himself. I don't and care that's for the his type of level of you spy. want to get to. But his appearance you, in Las when Vegas. You, when people want to have, when people are paying you to be yourself in a movie, <laughs> that's where I want to be. Absolutely. Are you, 
Are you stoked for the sequel to Den of Thieves? You didn't see that. I'm just not a movie person, to be honest. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because because you was like, oh, you didn't see it. But um, oh, I, it funny. yes, I did no, have no. that crazy look at my face. I know you was oh. like, girl. But no, um, it's fine. <clears throat> no, it's just I <laughs> am not a super movie person, and it's funny because my friends make fun of me for this so like all the no, time. I'm more of a TV guy, so. I'm not a TV or movie person. Like, I don't even, I have a TV. I have in my apartment right now, I have a, what, 75-inch TV that I have not turned on in, like, three weeks. And the last time, and when I did watch TV, the only reason I haven't turned it on at all is because when I do watch TV, I love to watch the news. I love current events. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. But I love the news. I love watching the news. I will read the news pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm, like, obsessed. But other than that, I get like overwhelmed with too many show options. Unless someone's like, here's the show, like we're watching it. Let's start right now. I'm like, yeah. I don't know the movies coming out. I don't know. I haven't been to the movies in a long time. No, it's fine. I I don't know. I I having worked on a bunch of independent films and even doing extra work on professional stuff, I'm done with that. I prefer actually directing music videos. I'm a music video director. I just prefer, compared to a short, which is either going to be swallowed up by a festival or not seen at all, I find it just way more empowering to just, you tell the music artist story, you catch everyone's attention with a cool stunt or a cool camera shot, and yeah. people can watch it anytime, anywhere on the internet. So I yeah, I feel like that's a multi-diverse win instead yeah, of for sure. just one or two things. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Uh, but most people, I mean, love what you love, do what you do. Uh, I just prefer just something that you can find anytime, anywhere instead of, oh, it's leaving streaming in five days. <laughs> Which is this whole little cable movie streaming concept. I'm like, y'all need to figure out what y'all going to do. Because yeah. I tell y'all, well, I'm not paying the same amount for cable, and then y'all not even putting new shows out like that. Mm-hmm. Especially as someone who don't watch TV like that. Well, and TV's just oversaturated, so I don't blame anyone for not getting into it in this day and age. Like, there's just so much stuff that there's shows that have been on for years that people don't even realize are still on. And can mm-hmm. you blame them? Exactly. I agree. 100%. If you've cut the cord, then you're not going to know about it anyway. There's. I just got into Suits because it's now on Netflix. Oh, I love Suits. But I don't know why I didn't watch it back in the day, but I, you only make so much time for so much, you know? Uh, no, I agree. Yeah, my time is usually limited. So I'm like, wrap it up. <laughs> I don't have time. The show is too long. Ten seasons, I don't have time. There's stuff that people are getting into now that they're like, I don't know why I didn't like that back then. I'm like, I did. I looked at all the tabloids. <laughs> you are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot too. <laughs> you got to just observe and report. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing but a word, brother. <laughs> do what you're going to do, man. Mm-hmm. Have fun with it. But it's not a contest either. <laughs> what yeah, do you win from yeah. watching and vegging in front of the TV all day? Well, you kind of miss out on life. So you make time for what you're going to make out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you say <laughs> yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So it's just like my friends can't priorities. stand Stranger Things or Game of Thrones. I'm like, cool. I don't I can't stand them either. So they both are, are on my list of things to watch. I just haven't watched them yet. <laughs> I'm totally. But. There's no contest. Half this stuff may either live up to the hype or it won't live up to the hype. I've seen shows that I should have seen back in the day that again, they're now they're now a thing. Yeah. Agree. I agree. I went to I hear you. Yeah. Back to Den of Thieves. I think you would dig this one. It gets in and it gets out. It's a quick cops and robbers movie. Okay. I and like that. My like, mom is into stuff like that. Well, and much like power, I like how every side is in the gray or just plain bad, you know, like uh, you can't blame these guys for being thieves. And you also, again, Gerard Butler and his gang of narcs. I like how 
instead of just going the typical heat or training day formula, like he's going it like a plane to 50, like mm. he's destroying his life. He's breaking every other rule. And uh, even though there's a lot of casualties in this movie, like the, it was a solid hit and it's, it's the sequel's been in development for a while. And I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I, cause that'll be nice. Well, I'll have to check the first one out before the second one come out. Absolutely. And there's time. I mean, there's no telling when the sequel will actually come out, but uh, it looks like Gerard and 50 enjoyed working together, but I think they're just, their roles were just more, I mean, Gerard had some Rocky movies at first too, where you were just like, yeah, that's just not worthy of anyone's talent. But I think again, this evolution, changing your managers and uh, just evolve, getting better as an actor, you know, it does have a reward. And I, I felt like they were just very in tune with this, very fun popcorn uh, movie, you know, because anyone can do a cops and robbers movie, but if you just do it well and you have fun with the plot twists, I mean, I saw it in theaters with my pal Sonia, and oh, we, nice, we dug it. It was just, it wasn't just go and experience the shootouts and folly. It was like, no, it's pretty twisted, and how they strip apart all this money and do all this other stuff that is going to be very intriguing. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm excited to look. You have sold me already, so I'm looking okay, forward to it. Well, and you've shown me a lot about 50's other side of his persona and everything that I didn't know. And Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah. about his feud with Jarul, because I think at that time I had... Oh, Jarul? Yeah, because... You didn't I, know about his feud with Jarul? Because Jarul at that point was getting dissed by other people. and. Oh, my God, no. Else. 50 Cent, that's how he came out. Like, he came out, basically, it was crazy because Ja Rule was, like, a huge artist <clears throat> of the early 2000s. I was articles about Nas and the game. <laughs> Nas. Well, it wasn't really that that ended Ja Rule. It was really 50 Cent. Like, Get Rich or Die Trying was basically, there was actually several diss tracks about Ja Rule. Oh, I bet. On Get Rich or Die Trying, and that was, like, he, he was first, like, debut album that one had, like, In the Club. It had Wangsta. Wangsta, I think, was about Ja Rule. Like, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves me correctly, the Wangsta video was supposed to look like Ja Rule. I think. I'm not sure. But, like, that makes sense. basically, <laughs> that whole album was punking Ja Rule, and that's how 50 Cent came out. He also, wow. and my brother and I were talking about this, before Get Rich or Die Trying, he, 50 Cent, had a song called How to <laughs> Rob, and he basically <laughs> described how he would rob, like, all of the male rappers, celebrities, I don't think just male, but how he would rob or whatever the male celebrities, like, how he would beat them, the rappers, <laughs> yeah so that kind of put him on a map i think with other rappers as far as his flow but when get richard die trying came out and he punked ja rule the way he did <laughs> ja rule i don't think was ever able to recover from that like because well, that is what propelled uh 50 cents career well who else did ja rule get dissed by because i thought there was someone else he was in a feud with i'm sure he was i, I know eminem people, did but... one called holly's revenge which was a diss yeah but you know 50 cent and eminem was in the same camp true so it's basically tag teaming <laughs> that's so wild though so oh yeah ja rule still i'm looking it up right now <laughs> ja rule discusses two decades long few with 50 cent this uh, was okay. Like so, four months ago. I don't know why. I thought there was like a bunch of other people who were clamoring to just kick them to the curb. So, but this is the power of music and everything. And when, again, so many, just like police were getting annoyed by how they're portrayed unrealistically on TV, even though it's like, uh, guys, we don't want propaganda to be our entertainment. We want just entertainment. And so yeah. CSI is unrealistic. Guess what? That's the point of the show. But I think this was the problem in the 2000s and 2010s. By that time, you still just had people and especially politicians doing the baseless concern. Oh, video games and rap music inspires violence. It's like, no. <laughs> it's so people. crazy. They did all of that. And I'm like, and now we still end up with all these school shooters. So now who's who's fault? Is yeah. This? 
uh, you won't depower the NRA, and yet you'd rather blame. I'm like, y'all not going to do anything about the guns. Y'all not voting yeah. for any regulations in Congress. Y'all not passing mm-hmm. any laws. The Supreme Court is not doing us any favors. Why are y'all blaming the rap music? Why exactly. are y'all blaming the video games? Why are y'all not doing nothing about the guns? <laughs> it just it gets, make sense. It doesn't make sense, and they don't want it to make sense either. That's what Duh. angers me. And it's like, well. If it makes sense, if 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 they stop getting paid, how are they going to run for office? And if they're going to not going to run for office, how will they ever have your best interests at heart if they're sitting at home like you? Right. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine ah. if I had to be a regular person and not a Congress member. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. How do you demonetize it? Obviously, we I be- think you shouldn't. I think. If you make over a certain threshold in Congress, I don't think you should get paid. I, like, I agree with that too. And or but, you should, or everybody should make the minimum wage. Like, and you, like, I, I just feel like that would change. Like, because y'all getting, like, if it's not enough, you all are invested in private <laughs> interests. You all are, you know what I'm saying? Your stock portfolio is competing with that of like hedge fund managers, mm-hmm. right? Like, you already have your family's doing fine. You're doing fine. Why don't we pay you another hundred fifty two hundred thousand yeah. dollars just to do the job you volunteered <laughs> to do, or the job you're already not doing? So they're this job you're already not doing. <laughs> like, I need a raise. I just need a pat. You need on the a back. raise exactly. Y'all telling people what the minimum wage shouldn't be whole time. Susie's <laughs> going to college off a one-year salary that y'all uh, really didn't even need because y'all made ten million dollars off the stock market this year. I'm feeling optimistic though. We got clowns like Pelosi and those who are messing with the stock market out of Congress now. Finally, so hopefully we, we get less of those fools. Well, we still I'm got like, some other clowns. We have but... we we have a lot of problems. AKA <laughs> one of the main people running for president is probably going to jail. Like, what kind of place is uh, this? He's not going to be able to run. But I, I, I feel your concern, though. It is valid in that we still, it's like we keep encountering people who want to encourage others to break the law and then get even more annoyed when the other side breaks the law. And it's like, well, what? where are we getting this lack of double standards altogether? Like, I just don't like that some of the 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 violence and things like that are attributed to music or movies or entertainment from certain people, i.e. black people. I just don't like that. I'm like, why are y'all putting this national, like, oh, everything violent is coming from black people. Like that whole narrative, Mm -hmm. even the drugs narrative. Like if, if drugs have been approached to the opioid crisis that is ongoing today, if that approach, the compassionate approach, or even just a recognition about what's happening to young people, I'm like, why do y'all think this is happening though? In addition to the fact that like, yes, it's an addictive drug, it's overprescribed, big pharma, Mm -hmm. complex, like all these things. But at the same time, what about the kids having mental health issues that they want to take this stuff in the first place? Like y'all not even, like there's just... And we're too busy acting like they're the shooters, not the guns. It's like the mentally right. Y'all mad at the kids. The <laughs> Y'all mad at the kids. On top of that, uh, just no compassion. I'm like these children have been in COVID, not socialized. Some of them don't even have kids. So I'm like at y'all <laughs> big age. Y'all have lived a long time. These children are. Can you imagine? Growing up, your entire life is on the internet. That's unlike how we all went to school, which is things really only stayed in within the four walls of the school. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, you're not even developing social skills because you're online 24-7, glued to the phone, glued to the computer, glued to the tablet. Then you can't even go to school for two years because of COVID. Now, all of a sudden, yeah. last time you saw people for real, you were 14. Now you're 17. Talk about a reset. Of course, you're going to be a little, you ain't going to have all your marbles. What? And that, why are you blaming that on the music, though? Like, what does that have to do with anything? No one, especially with the rise of, like, all this extremist <sighs> music. I'm like, y'all are not screaming at mm-hmm. anybody else. Like, why? Absolutely. Aaron Lewis like, of the band Stain joined a country band and rightfully so one of his songs did not get broadcast outside of the country music stations because long story short 
it's promoting January 6th validating it duh i'm like i just heard the what's the (laughs) north richmond north of richmond or something like that i heard and read about that song and i was just like why is nobody why is nobody screaming that the guy who made the song gets a pass no the the guy who (laughs) made the song uh don't try that in a small town or something like that i think that those Uh, are the words i'm just like y'all ain't screaming at him why is he not ruining yeah. the country? No one's uh, screaming at heavy metal. Nobody mad when we saying go smash your head into a wall. Like no one's saying mad about that. Right. Promoting all these sundown type towns too. is like that is I'm like, dangerous. do y'all know what that is? That is lynching from that, slavery. Right? Uh, that is and, lynching from slavery. And just because it's country does not mean you get off scot-free. You can have a valid southern town. That isn't you can be a person who likes country music and not be racist. Like the things Mm -hmm. are not, you know what I'm saying? Like you do not have to be a racist person to like country music. In fact, there are tons of people who are not racist who love country music and make country music. But that's just not the people we talking about. I'm the people we talking about. They need to get blamed for this some of this stuff too. And I'm just like, well, I just need to see equal opportunity. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Y'all gonna blame the music, blame all the music. Blame the ones that are legit promoting violence. But also election. blame the guns. Like, blame, blame the guns. please. Blame, because I'm just like, we we want to fix everything else but the problem. Um, Absolutely. I'm also just tired of comedians in general saying, oh, I'm getting canceled. Then come up with better material instead of promoting sexism and racism in your stand-up act. <laughs> and that's the thing. I'm like, y'all, it's lazy <laughs> comedy. I'm like, if you gotta, if, if you, yes, there's comedy that you, comedy inherently makes fun of people, pokes fun at situations, but there's people who are artful about it and people mm-hmm. who are not artful about it. And if you just not talented, just say that. Like, you there know what I'm saying? Go. Don't try to, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> don't try to say I'm not funny and I'm sensitive because you're not funny. Like, tell a better joke. Right. <laughs> no shit oh my god period oh this has been a great dissect of 50 and i'm glad he hasn't had to deal with any continuous issues like what we're talking about now <laughs> yeah no he well no they 50 i'm sure is he's a troll. used he's oh a he's troll. definitely a troll online and it's wild how i didn't realize he had like an on and off again like dating friendship with like uh vivica fox and you didn't know he was saying Vivica back in the day? I I just was not talked about. I was distracted by Vivica's TV career, but I know she just kept Cam. Oh, uh, I know. I was under uh, a rock. You missed that whole thing. <laughs> no, he was popping out her because I think she was a little <laughs> bit older than him. Right. And, and I, they I, popped out together. They had wore like a matching outfit to like, I want to <laughs> say like the MTV Awards. Well, I... I, I keep seeing her just hook up with him like at just more recent events and talk about how it really? was a very yeah he got a girlfriend now well I think this is before his current friendship like they're just she was in a recent interview saying she had no regrets about it, it was just a very cool time in her life I'm like see that's cool oh yeah I, I do see that vibe magazine it says she says she may be willing to spend the block on her entertainment mogul ex-boyfriend <laughs> because mm. she's doing everything reality tv tv hosting and more movies and tv so. she is doing everything but i also be feeling like <laughs> you know you will make certain concessions when you feel like your relevance is running out not saying that she's not relevant i'm just saying <laughs> like i ha- you know i know she does fox soul i think that's her i think that's her i think so fox soul fashion line uh yeah he looked real i'm looking at pictures of them together um she was on an episode of blackish recently that was really hysterical oh was she (laughs) yeah dion cole long story short gets married to her (laughs) oh for real okay (laughs) but she was playing a fictional version of herself and that's why it was kind of funny you're like okay (laughs) oh what's the love do you have a crush on dion vivica oh make it happen (laughs) vivica fox yeah yeah no i uh no, I'm looking at them. They looked cute together for the time they was together, but they ain't yeah. together no more. 
Yeah, because Vivica Fox don't tell his current girlfriend don't get nervous after she made the comment about it. <laughs> she has some don't get nervous. Jealousy's in the air. <laughs> See, I wish she would. I think Cuban Cuban Link is Fifty Cent's girlfriend nickname. Cuban, her name is Cuban Link, and she's younger. She's probably in her mid twenties, early to mid twenties. Maybe so because she'd be on Power Book Five. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, he he Fifty Cent is obviously a sugar daddy at this point. Um, <laughs> I mean, he is. I'm serious. I'm gonna tell you how old. That's wild. Uh, no, I'm serious. I agree. I just I had never heard that. So it's just I'm, crazy. No, I'm just reacting to it because I'm just Cuban Link, Fifty <laughs> yeah. Cent age. Let's see. <laughs> that is nutty. And it's so wild. She is how... 27. Oh, damn. And he is 48. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I mean, she grown. She 27, I guess. I don't know. My daddy might go crazy <laughs> if I was dating a 50 year old. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> if I came home with a 50 year old, my father would be like, Hello, sir. What are you doing here? You must be here to change something, fix something. You must are be you here the to do landlord? something. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, you must be here to do something. But yeah, though. Oh. That mm. is nutty. Um, are you going to see his final farewell to concert? Or is it sold out already? Uh, Probably not. Well, I don't think it's sold out. I didn't know what was going on until I seen a post online the other day. And he said... I heard about it from the radio. He said... <laughs> so you know how Drake is having his concert touring right now as well? Uh, uh, 50 Cent said, why don't women throw bras at his concert like they do for Drake? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It sounds so I'm assuming right it's well I'm assuming it's not sold out if you're saying that. Gotcha. <laughs> so well, spread that hater rate around. Get some tickets. Not the hater rate. <laughs> Whatever makes a 50 cent concert sell. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's yep. wild how kind of like Prince were okay with him kind of breaking the rules. And no one really cares. That's just kind of part of his persona. Well, when someone well, else does I it. think it's like, I mean, not that they're the same at all, but I think it's kind of like Trump. Like some in some ways, your shameless behavior is mm -hmm. why you have people being like, you can't, he's not going to go, you can't shame someone into changing their behavior. And once you've lost the element of shame, as we see with right. our politicians, once you lose the element of shame, what are you going to do to cancel somebody? You can't cancel them after they don't care. <laughs> you like, go. you know what I'm saying? Like, they, it only matters if they're going to be like, oh, like, let me issue an apology. Let me go into hiding. Let me not say anything. Like, let me just chill. But if you don't That's care, point. what you going to do? What y'all going to do to me? What, uh, ask Trump. He said, what? They trying to put me in jail. Send money. <laughs> The victim card. I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah, he said send money. They always trying to cancel somebody. Send money. Oh. Well, I'll send money for 50 cent. I'm not going to send any money to any politician. <laughs> 50 cent don't need... Send money to me. 50 cent don't need your money. I need your money. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did file chapter 11. He didn't ever hear that yeah, you know why? So he didn't have to pay his obligations, his financial I'm sure. obligations. That was a, <laughs> that was a tax filing at bankruptcy. <laughs> if you just claim bankruptcy on paper, and if you don't have any other assets in your name, but let's say all of my assets are in a trust, <laughs> who do I care? And yet Wesley Snipes goes to jail, and yet he gets exactly. I'm the beneficiary. Of, well, you can't just not be paying the taxes, though. I think that's <laughs> what he did. He just like was like, no. Well, I think he also had just a crappy agent who wasn't. He didn't have his back. <laughs> but you gotta, at some point, you gotta see your tax returns. Like, are y'all really doing this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what games they're playing, but yeah, for sure. Oh man, well that has been a very fun summary of a rule breaker. Anna, where can we find you on the social interwebs? 
there goes Anna. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, but on my TikTok is only sewing content. As you can see, I'm in my sewing room. Uh, so if you are interested in sewing content, fashion Woo-hoo. content, there goes Anna on TikTok, but there goes Anna on everything else for everything else. <laughs> nice. Very awesome. Very awesome. Everyone, check it out. We'll return after these messages. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up.